how they can buy a house. So posting content that teaches the, you know, the, the home buyer, how you can buy a house and what the current market is like, if it's possible. So I utilize the platform as a way to educate home buyers and home sellers, but also to show that I'm the top agent in the market. So um, that kind of steers my content creation. I wanna cause no problems. Mm. I just wanna live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. Yeah. Me and my dons ain't mobsters, yeah. but you know when you see imposters, yeah. we know how to read them faces. Same way you know how to read them comments. If you wanna talk, let's talk. But around here, make sure you're walking, your talk is constant. Well, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Death to Vanilla podcast, where we talk about uh, boldly marketing, doing things differently so that your business stands out. Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, there are so many content creators, so many pieces of content, so many platforms to be on that it can be genuinely hard to actually get noticed. And let's be honest, um, people who don't know about your business can't do business with you. And so I feel like any little tidbit and information that we get from our guests can be really helpful in helping your business stand out. And so today I have Sarah on the show and Sarah's on the show because well, she's a real estate agent, and I don't know about you, but a lot of the content that I see from real estate agents tends to be kind of around the same thing, which is like, come look at this home that I have for sale. And I feel like there's so much more that they could be doing. And when I went on Sarah's Instagram page, I saw a completely different strategy and kind of content uh, that she was making. So I wanted her to come on the show and explain a little bit about a little behind the scenes about what it is she's doing. And uh, she's actually got some pretty exciting things coming up that I think any real estate uh, agents who are listening will be excited to hear about. So I'll allow you to do a little braggalicious introduction to yourself. Uh, but just, yeah, just tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got into real estate, and uh, unpack a little bit of that backstory. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Stephen. I really appreciate it. Um, so a little bit about me, my background, um, I went to school to be an educator. So I was a teacher for many years and then I got my master's degree in leadership and then became an administrator at a K-8 school. So my background was not real estate um, in that regard, but um, I did have a dad growing up who flipped houses. And so I felt like I, you know, um, knew a lot about that process, um, investing specifically, um, how, you know, investing in real estate early on can change somebody's life. You know, I lived it firsthand. My family lived it firsthand. So I felt a passion for real estate, um, even as a teacher. Um, and so it was somewhat of a risk um, for me to just kind of jump from being an administrator to real estate. Um, it was kind of a leap of faith, but it was the best decision of my life. And I do feel like um, my teaching and administration background has really lent me to being, um, you know, one of, uh, you know, a very successful real estate agent now. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And um, I haven't been into real estate. I haven't been a realtor for a long time. I'm working on two years. So I'm fairly new, um, but I've had such success my first year that I'm, and like I said, a, a teacher at heart, just love to teach other agents how I made six figures um, my first year in real estate. Well, I think that's super awesome because there's, from what I've heard, at least in the Arizona market is like most real estate agents will never hit six figures. So I think even if you're only 
two years old when it comes to this industry. At the end of the day, it's like the success, uh, the, the proof is in the pudding, right? Uh, so uh, whatever you have to share, I'm sure is going to be super helpful. So a uh, question one, why do you think people actually follow real estate agents? And, and the reason I ask that question is because it informs what kind of content you make, right? Because a lot of times I see content is basically like MLS listings, like this house is for sale, like, and that's cool. If that's the reason people follow you is to find out what homes you're selling. I'd love to hear your take on why it is that people follow you and other real estate agents on social media. Yeah. So I don't think people follow real estate agents to know what houses are for sale. They could simply look on Google and go on Zillow, go on realtor.com and see these houses are available. So that's a huge um, mindset shift that I think realtors need to make when it comes to what content they need to be producing. So if they're posting pictures of the house that they have for sale, or if they're posting um, you know, a, a photo of an open house, it's not going to get a lot of engagement. And it's because people are not interested in that. People follow real estate agents to know the person that they are, because if I'm a home buyer or I'm a home seller, and this is a huge purchase, I'm going to want to work with somebody who I trust and who I like, um, especially if I'm a home buyer and I'm going to be working with this person very personally, probably telling them my financial situation. You know, it's mm -hmm. somebody that they have to like, but also trust. So somebody who's going to follow a realtor really wants to know the person who they are, which I think um, is a main reason why for me and the content that I post, I, I hardly, if not ever post pictures of houses that I have, in, you know, that I have coming up um, because the, the audience or the consumer doesn't want to know that. I mean, I can simply share that in a story, but what they want to know is um, how they can buy a house. So posting content that teaches the, you know, the, the home buyer, how you can buy a house and what the current market is like, if it's possible. So I utilize the platform as a way to educate home buyers and home sellers, but also to show that I'm the top agent in the market. So um, that kind of steers my content creation. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think that that's something like I literally wanted you on the show so I could like I could have like a, a fact check on that. Right. Because at the end of the day, my thought is like, OK, I feel like people follow them, that real estate agents to to learn about them as human beings. And that makes sense. And in fact, it's so funny that you mentioned about like the financial end of things, which I thought about when I was buying a home. But I don't necessarily think about it from like a content production side or trust building. But like I know um like family members who are real estate agents and I didn't go with them simply because like, I don't want them to look at my bank statements. Like, like whether it's because they're really good, which was not true at the time or because they're really bad. And it's like, you don't want that like gossiping to happen in the family. Not that that would have happened, but you know, you just never know. So that makes a total sense. It's like people, you're really exposing like levels of your life that you don't do with a normal human being. Um, like, oh, can I see your last paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> Not uh -huh. a question I've asked anyone recently. <laughs> so that makes that makes a lot of sense. So then 
because you're educating, but you're also building trust. I think that leads perfectly into the next question I really had for you, which is what is your process for creating content? Like, is there some like research that goes into it before you start or like, how is it that you like really plan it out and create it um, so that it connects with people and builds that trust that you're looking to have? So um, before I even got into real estate, um, I knew I needed to have a strategy of how to get leads because any book that I read or podcast that I listened to, the main concern for a realtor is prospecting. How are you going to get leads? Because a lot of times realtors will work really hard on the transactions that they're currently under um, and then forget to prospect. And then the next month they're left with panic and frantic because they don't have any deals in the works. Right. So, um, and so that's why real estate is up and down, right? Like um, it, it's, it's almost like an adrenaline rush when you have all of these deals working for you. But then it's like, once those are over, you're like, crap, I don't have anything anymore. Like, how am I going to pay my mortgage or, you know, do this or that? So, well, and that's a, that's a classic solopreneur problem. Like even yeah. if you're a plumber, you yeah. have the same problem where it's like, oh, I got to go do the work. Oh, shoot, I'm done with the work. How am I going to get more work? It's a classic problem. And I don't feel I don't feel like people should feel bad about it. They should just prepare for it. So anyways, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Keep going. So um, I just knew that um, I wanted to have social media be a pillar in my business. So when you think of like prospecting, you have various avenues as a realtor that you can get leads. You can get <clears throat> houses you can get leads through door knocking you could get leads through calling for sale by owners and you can get leads with social media and I did not want to door knock that scared the crap out of me I didn't want to pick up you know cold call and say hey do you want you know me to help you so I chose social media as a huge pillar of me getting leads and um, I did a whole bunch of research. Like, I think it's so important that you understand the pain points of the, of your audience. So yeah, I researched what are, um, you know, what are the fears that home buyers and home and home sellers have? So I, um, you know, I go back to researching and thinking about what are the fears that a home buyer or a home seller would have. And when you list out all of the things that they might be scared of, nervous about, or don't know about, that's your content right there. You have things to be talking about when you just think of the pain points of a home buyer or of a home seller, or even of a for sale by owner. So um, that's kind of what, what I did to think of, you know, what is it that I want to communicate on my social media? Um, and then I just, you know, um, I niche down. So I personally love working with first time home buyers. So um, I think that my content is geared towards first time home buyers. So I talk a lot about how to get pre-approved. Not a lot of first time home buyers know that. Um, what are down payment assistance programs? Again, that might be a concern that a first time home buyer might have. So if you think of your niche, which I think is super, super important, um, then you can start brainstorming all of their pain points. And that's essentially your content. 
No, that's awesome. And I feel like, so I ended up clicking on your like little bio link on your Instagram and you actually have like further like articles and education materials on that down payment assistance program, which I would imagine with inflation, how it is right now, that's actually a pretty, um, pretty important concept to be uh, talking about. So, so is that like, I don't know, I, I, you know, not to throw around like too technical term, but is that more like middle of the funnel type content that you're doing on there with that like extra, extra deep content or how is that working in yeah. your strategy? So I think, you know, there's, there's people that will come to my page, you know, who don't really know me. And mm -hmm. I think that when they look at my feed or the reels that I make or the stories that I post, they're, they're getting to know me. It's like dating. You know, they're like, okay, what is she about? Does she look like she's someone who's honest? Does she look like somebody who works hard? Um, is she someone who I'm going to choose to be my agent over somebody else? So somebody like that, who maybe was, you know, referred um, by someone who follows me or a friend of mine, they're going to look at me and look at my profile and get the social, you know, credibility, so to speak, and then choose to want to work with me. And those right. are the kind of people who I feel would, um, you know, click on that link and see, oh, wow, she knows a lot about down payment assistance programs. She even has a downloadable. She has a, a, a free first time home buyer guide. I don't know anything about buying a home, so I'm going to click it and download it. And later down the line, I'm going to remember that she was the one who helped me with the thought process of even buying a house and I'm going to use her as my agent because she's the expert. So, um, you know, I think having that as a landing page is really important because, um, you, another, another huge source of getting leads for realtors is referrals. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody refers me to their coworker or to their friend or to their family, family member, the first thing they're going to do is look me up right? Look me up on social media, look me up on Google. And then they're going to start looking to see if in fact, I am someone who they can entrust to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on for a purchase. Right? Why well, it was so funny. Like I remember when like Instagram first came out and I was like, I was at least I was first on it, which was too long ago. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, is uh I would always look at their website to see if they're professional and I would check out at their Instagram to see if they were cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like that's how I always thought about it because it was like, okay, like I feel like the Instagram side is the more human side and the, the website was more just like, you know, straight and narrow. Um, so that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? And, and I can't per like when I like self reflect on some of my like social media habits, like I don't click on links to people that I haven't like skimmed their content yet. Um, mm -hmm. And so that that's that's a great strategy to realize that like, hey, people are going to find out about me first, learn about me, see if they even like me, and then click on my link, and that's when I can start moving them down that funnel of saying like, hey, like I'm actually credible and an expert. I know what I'm talking about, and you know, getting them thinking about you all the time, which I think is key. So I, I love that concept. That's super good because you have like on your link tree, I think you have like three different resources on there. I want to say it's like a PDF, and then like two links to like website or something like that. So that's um, very specific. And I, and I love that because you're right, like first time home buyer is going to have very different questions they ask and a second or third home buyer, which is probably gonna be looking at vacation homes or 
um, you know, investments or something like that, where the qualifications are very different, their financial abilities are very different and um, very different content and educational material for sure. So I love that. So, okay. So, so I know, I know I, I might have my question up on the board ready for you, but I'm just making sure that you didn't like get me with any other ideas. Well, one thing I did want to talk about before we get to the last thing is, um, so there's four questions now, is uh, you talk about uh, doing stories. Yeah. And I don't mean just like telling stories. I mean, literally the stories function on Instagram, right? That has actually been really, really good for you. Um, what is it about stories that you think works so much better than the feed and reels? Because let's be honest, I get some I can, I can get some crazy reach on a reel, um, but that doesn't mean that it's actually going to do the job it needs to do, right? It has to convert. So what is it about stories that you love so much and how is it that you're utilizing them that is so dang effective? Okay. Yes. I love this question. I'm a huge stories proponent, like proponent fan, um, especially for, for real estate, but I think honestly, for any business that is service based, I think that the stories feature on Instagram really allows you to build connections with your audience on a deeper level. So when you post a reel, um, you're getting a, a huge reach, but is somebody in China or in, you know, um, Australia likely going to buy a house from me? You know, it's, it's not very likely that probably not a first time home buyer. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe a third. Exactly. Or an investor, maybe. Um, but you know, there's a lot of eyes that are going to be on your reel, which is a great thing. Um, but if it's not, if it's not going to convert, you know, then, then I always say you only have a certain amount of time. You only have a certain amount of energy. So you should spend that time and that energy on what's really going to work for your business. As a real estate agent, we are so busy. And so I dedicate a lot of my time to stories instead of reels or instead of feed the feed, because um, I'm allowed to have, I'm able to have conversations with whoever's interacting with my stories. Mm. And that leads to <clears throat> getting to know me on a more personal level and vice versa, which can, can which will convert to them being a client later down the line. Because so, yeah, right. So, so get, get a little tactical with me because like right now I will admit publicly that yeah. basically I just use stories to share my feed posts, right? <laughs> I'm just like, share the story, share the story, blah, blah, blah. Right. Because I'm like, it's just another place for people to see what I made, which is not the worst idea, but this is certainly not what you're talking about. So like, how exactly are you creating that conversation with people on stories? Is it like the quizzes or like, how is it happening? Okay. I'm glad you asked me that. Um, you, you have to have a strategy, you know, when it, when it comes to posting stories, um, I always say stories is almost like your personal reality TV show. And people okay. love reality TV and not only like, not only because it's, you know, addicting, you want to know, you know, into somebody's life, but you also like, feel like, you know, them. And I think that that's so important in business is knowing the person that you're working with. So in stories, you cannot just simply share what's on your feed or you cannot share a photo of, you know, an open house of your listing. 
it is going to require you to get on video and share, you know, share your life. And so I, um, I actually am going to be teaching this in my, uh, in my webinars where, um, you have to come up with like your pillars, your content strategy. So what are three to four things that, um, interest you or that you're passionate about? Obviously as a real estate agent, one of the pillars is going to be real estate. So you can share to your stories, house tours, People love looking at house tours. That's why people are so addicted to Zillow. And but they're looking at photos, right? Imagine if they get an interactive experience and of actually seeing the inside of a pretty house. So posting uh, house tours or again educational content um, about real estate on your stories. But that's just one pillar. The other three or other at least two should be about you. So what are you interested in? For me, I have a toddler, so. One of my other pillars is motherhood. So in my stories, the people watching are getting, uh, you know, a background or reality TV show of what it is being a mom to a three-year-old. And then, you know, another pillar of mine is uh, a home remodel. So I just recently bought um, a fixer-upper and nice. I'm going through the process of renovating it. And so a lot of behind the scenes in my stories is fixing this house up. And again, a lot of people love that. Um, and so I, I think if you, I, when you identify your content pillars, it, um, it really is going to guide like what you post about in general. And I think that you have to use those content pillars to know what to post about on your stories and then people you know um will engage with you if you ask them to engage so for example if you post a house tour it's really easy to just you know have a camera and be posting you know a photo a video of the house but if you are talking or if you have engagement um um, sticker, you know, a poll in there. These are, these are all things that allow the audience to engage. So you, you ask them a question, you put in a poll sticker, you have them guess the list price of the house. These are ways to build a conversation. People are going to click on the poll. People are going to vote or people are going to respond. Hey, how much is that house? And boom, you know, this person is interested in buying a house or selling their house, maybe not now, but later down the line. So I'm going to nurture them and keep being top of mind for when they are ready. This is like an Instagram masterclass. This is amazing. So, <laughs> which is good because you're going to have masterclasses. In fact, are you, I'm assuming you're going to have a link to like sign up for these type things. Like, would you know when you're going to have that available? So I have my, um, my free webinar, May 11th at 10 a.m. Arizona time. Okay. So this is a free webinar that is going to go into creating your content pillars. And it's going to share the why, why stories is so important. Um, and so that's open to anybody and everybody. Doesn't even have to be real estate agents because I think it's so important to know, okay, what am I supposed to be posting about to gain my ideal clients or get my ideal followers? Right. So I'll break that down on how, you know, to create your content pillars and, um, you know, what to post. And then I have webinars coming after that, that are going to be the how to, so how to post engaging stories, using Instagram tools, using Canva, and then also using another platform called in stories. Cool. Well, we'll definitely make sure that in the description of the content where they're sharing from you, that there's a link 
both to your real estate page and to the um, the Instagram account that you're going to use for actually creating the courses. So be look on the lookout for that. Um, so real quick question, right before we get the very last one, because you said something else that's now sparked other questions in me, which I think because like legitimately, I've heard this from like a lot of other people, which is, okay, so you have these like three or four different pillars that you're talking about, like what percentage of each are you doing, right? Because obviously motherhood is a great thing. And as people learn about you, but at the end of the day, that's great for connecting, but like, I feel like doesn't sell house either. Um, so I don't, but that's just my perspective, right? How, what, how do you break up those percentages? Well, um, you know, real estate is going to be the focus of your Instagram page. So it's right. going to have to be more than 50% um, of your content. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I, it depends on if you have three or if you have four pillars, you know, so um, I, I would say at least 70% of your content needs to be about real estate, but it's not okay. just here's my listing, you know, it, right. it really has to be, um, you're, you're either teaching, you're entertaining. Um, we call it like edutainment. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard that. Yes. Verb before. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you also, you also want to take your consumer like behind the scenes. So even if you were to show like the process of writing a contract, a lot of people don't know what goes on, once you're under contract. And so if you take them through the, you know, steps or behind the scenes of all of that, instead of just, Hey, here's a pretty house. You're again, you're, you're gaining that credibility. You're becoming the expert. And it shows that, you know, this is an agent who um, I'm going to want to work with, you know, over, over somebody else. Right. So if you had to pick, if you have, so if you have a little tripod of content, you're talking like just a rough guesstimate, making sure I can add right like 70% of the topic that you're trying to, you know, basically get known for and then 15 and 15 of the other areas of your life that contribute to getting to know you so that people like connect with you with things that matter to you parenthood and, and what have you so that that seemed about accurate. Okay, 70% 15 15 or 70 10 10 10 depending if you have three or four content pillars. Nice. Love it. Cool. Last question for you. What's one thing that real estate agents should stop doing immediately? Um, and what's two things that you think they should start doing immediately? And I know we covered some things already, so maybe something a little different. Okay, so the number one thing that agents should stop doing is posting pictures of houses on their feed, on their stories, on their reel, everything. Just stop posting pictures of houses. People don't care about the house. They care about you, the agent, or what you have to share about the house. Um, another thing, I know you said one, but another thing that really gets <laughs> under my skin is um, people who post infographics about the market update. It's like a whole, mm. just a whole bunch of numbers. You know, it'll say, um, you know, house prices have increased this amount. This, you know, it's it's just a whole bunch of numbers on an if infographic that only makes sense to a real estate agent. It doesn't make, you know, and I've totally never seen that before. Just kidding. <laughs> so um, somebody is literally going to scroll past that because they 
either A, don't care, or B, they don't have time to look at these numbers, um, you know, and think, what does this mean in the larger, in the larger scheme? Right. What kind of house do I qualify because it went up 0.5%? Yes, exactly. So those two things, um, you know, are, are really no-nos because people don't really care. You know, they don't care about the house picture. They don't care about the, you know, the numbers. Gasp. Um, you have to, if you want to share a market update, guess what? You got to get your face on video and you need to explain why that matters. Why does it matter that home prices have gone up 23% since last year? You have to break it down. That means that a $300,000 house is now worth, four, you know, $380,000. So, right. Um, and then what does that mean to, you know, what does that mean to them even more so? Does that, you know, does that mean that they, uh, what, what would their monthly payment look like? You know, so um, really breaking it down, but talking about like, you have to talk through the data and you have to talk to the consumer as, as far as why does it matter instead of just posting static pictures. Okay, awesome. So, so two, thing, two things that they should do. Okay. So which leads me to my next part, I guess. So the, the one thing that they should be doing is showing their face on video. And um, that could be, that could be through stories that could be through, um, you know, IG live that could be through um, a reel. but you, you got to show your face and it, your face doesn't have to be all done up and pretty. Even, I, I think that it even speaks more when you're not all done up and pretty um, because that's more relatable. So um, you got to get, on video. And then the second thing um, is I think you got to be posting to stories every day. Yeah. With every the strategy, day. with the strategy, yeah. with intention, and I can help you do that. <laughs> well, it's good to know that I at least do one thing right. I always shoot my stories without any makeup on. So like, <laughs> way ahead of you. you as go. authentic as I could be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so well, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Like I said, we'll make sure uh, to have any uh, relevant links uh, to your content in the descriptions of the stuff we post. So uh, be looking for that. Check below to do that. Um, and go follow Sarah so you can learn how to post. And I know that's going to create more competition for you, but maybe they should just go to your webinar, right? Yeah. And they can learn how to do it. And uh, that way more, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of homes are getting sold and a lot of real estate agents are not selling enough homes. So go learn a webinar, learn how to do it, make some money, and uh, that'll make everyone way happier, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your your mindset on all of that. I feel like I just took an Instagram masterclass. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate that very much. Thank you. You're welcome. It was such an honor. Thank you. I wanna cause no problems. I just wanna live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. Me and my dons ain't mobsters, but you know when you see imposters, we know how to read them faces. Same way you know how to read them comments. If you wanna talk, let's talk. But right here, make sure you walk and you talk is constant.